gives us breath to breathe, gives us life, then says, dedicated to me. He gives us mouths to pray, praise him and worship, hands to lift towards him. He does not ask you for anything he has not first given you. He doesn't even ask you for faith that he has not given you because he's given you the will to do his good pleasure. Everything God asks us for, the capabilities and the capacities, he provides first. He told the man by the pool, take up your bed and walkers because he gave him the power to respond. When he told the man, stretch out his hand, he stretched it out because he gave him the power to respond. He never commands you to do a thing without first giving you the capacity and the capability to do it. Giving you the capacity and the capability to do it. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue. The capacity and the ability to do it. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 47 of All the Things You Need to Know About the End of the World. This is Tamara, our teacher for purpose. Um, I write, create, and promote information to help you find your purpose in life. I want to encourage you to know you better by knowing the Lord better and understanding that the Lord placed you on this earth for a purpose and a reason at this particular time to do something, something according to God's purpose. And you know that he blesses us according to his purpose and his will. And he blesses those who are the called according to his purpose. And everything is going to work out, guys. Everything is going to work out. And so we are at the time. And, you know, this podcast is about all the things you need to know about the end of the world. And we are at the time where we need to know that our God loves us. And we need to stand on the truth of the word of God and As I'm coming to you right now, I was in prayer to grab an understanding of this world, of the meaning of life, why we have to go through what we have to go through. And the Lord sent me right to Jeremiah and Jeremiah had a similar prayer in his time. And he was asking the Lord, you know, all these things, it seems like some things are just unfair It seems like some things are not working out for the people. It seems like things are just not going as planned. But the Lord answered him. And I'm going to tell you that I'm reading from Jeremiah um, chapter 32. And this is right after Jeremiah had purchased um, some land. Being obedient to the Lord. And trying to understand what was the purpose of it. And basically, this podcast is going to be about just obedience um, in God's plan. Let me tell you what God's plan is. Just real quick. God's plan is for us to trust him. Okay? In verse 27, he said, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. 
is anything too hard for me? And the answer is no, nothing is too hard for the Lord. At the very beginning of the podcast, you were listening to David E. Evans from Bethany Baptist Church. And he, you know, gives a similar message of finding and obeying the directions of the Lord not being a hearer only, but becoming a doer of the word. And when you become a doer of the word, you are being obedient to God's will because he has a purpose for you. There is no concept in your heart or in your eyes or in your reality, in your current reality, in your current perspective to behold the awesome plans that God has for you. And this is what we believe as Christians. Now, I am a Christian. I speak from a Christian worldview, which means I am a Bible believing Christian. I believe everything in this word is true. And that is the foundation of my beliefs. That's the foundation of what carries me through my walk and through my journey of life. I believe the Lord. I believe Jesus. And a lot of people, I think, are on that same journey of finding out what the meaning of life is. And I believe that you are on a journey to meet the Lord, to meet what he wants for you. The meaning of life is to give meaning to life. Um, How can you get meaning? By getting understanding. And let's pray for understanding on this podcast lord heavenly father in the name of jesus we see all things around us lord heavenly father falling apart the things that we see with our natural eyes lord heavenly father seem to condition us to think that you don't love us it seems to condition us to see to see things as you don't care but lord heavenly father your word says that you do care for us you care for us and love us so much that you have made a plan to redeem us and bring us back to you so lord heavenly father as we walk this life as we walk through the heavy burdens that life is putting on top of us lord heavenly father we gladly hand them off to you Lord, Heavenly Father, because we thirst, we look towards you to crunch our thirst. You are the living water, and we thank you for the living water, Lord, Heavenly Father. We ask you, Lord, Heavenly Father, as though we thirst for knowledge and understanding, give us understanding of this day. Give us understanding of the end of the world, of the end of this time, of the end of the enemy's kingdom, Lord, Heavenly Father, and raise us up in your kingdom, Lord, Heavenly Father. Raise us up in understanding. Raise us up in your your law raise us up in your love raise us up lord heavenly father and your knowledge and your protection and your purpose and your process lord heavenly father raise us up lord heavenly father because this is what you have for us love you have love for us lord heavenly father and give us rest lord heavenly father and give us restoration restore your people lord heavenly father give us understanding of how this is going to happen lord heavenly father restore us restore us restore us and for those who are too religious to understand, Lord Heavenly Father, redirect us, turn us around, Lord Heavenly Father, and give us the insight and the eyesight to understand what our purpose is right now. What shall we do, Lord Heavenly Father, to become doers of your word, Lord Heavenly Father, to become carriers of your love message, Lord Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus, the one that you have sent to us, Lord Heavenly Father, to love us, to love us 
love us, to love us and to change our minds about how we are living in this current world, about our reality that we perceive with our senses and our carnal mind. But Lord Heavenly Father, turn us over to the spiritual man. Turn us over to the spiritual side, Lord Heavenly Father, so that we can walk in understanding, Lord Heavenly Father. Give us understanding, Father. Give us understanding, Lord. Give us understanding, Lord, just as Jeremiah had prayed for understanding, as you're telling us to purchase these things and to go this way and do that thing. Lord Heavenly Father, give us understanding, Lord Heavenly Father, so that we can keep on walking to your will and to your way. Lord Heavenly Father, what does this mean altogether? What is it to be living in this day and time? What shall we be doing? What shall we be teaching? What shall we be sharing our with our children, with our loved ones, with our family, with our friends, Lord Heavenly Father? What shall we be doing in this time of the end? Oh, Lord Heavenly Father, as we prepare for a new beginning, a new beginning, a new beginning, we thank you for the new beginning, Lord Heavenly Father, you have told us that our praise means a lot. Lord Heavenly Father, you have told us that our thankfulness means a lot, that our prayers mean a lot, especially the prayers of the righteous, Lord Heavenly Father. Help us to be righteous so our prayers can be heard. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you and we thank you some more. Amen and amen. Okay, friends, so here we are, Lord. Uh, we are here, Lord, to get answers, to get answers for our prayer. And um, I'm just going to tell you guys that I am kind of on, I don't know what you want to say, a lazy day, but I am kind of on um, a recording <laughs> a recording of this podcast on the day that I am feeling attacked. If you can hear it in my voice, I I am getting a little bit of sick, but I'm not gonna claim that. Um, what I'm gonna get ready to do is to go to go outside, speak with the Lord, listen to the word, do a little bit of gardening, exercise my body a little bit so I can get through this next week. I am looking forward, believe me, I'm looking forward to um the resurrection Sunday. <laughs> it could be because um I have a week off of work right after that and I'm very much looking forward to that rest time. Um I asked the Lord for for some rest time. I need some rest time. Thank you Jesus. And I know that he's going to give that to me. And as a whole, I believe that we as his people in the world, as his body, as his followers, we ask for rest from this world because there's a lot going on in this world right um and sometimes we just we need rest we need to rest our bodies and we know that but as we pray for um understanding i want to refer you guys back to some um older podcasts and those older podcasts have to do with soul care um so go back to um season four um, and I will look up the direct episodes. Hold on one second. Check out episode 34. Um, 
20 things for soul care. You guys, you know that I am getting ready to care for my soul by doing some gardening. That's what I like to do. Um, as I think about that and reflect on that, I did say that I was going to do a, a continuation episode of um, soul care tips. And as I say again, you guys, and as I said in the past, you know, when I suggest soul care tips, it's not like a to-do list of things to do to feel better about your life. No, I believe these are some things that the Lord has shared with me as I'm moving and growing through life that help. But I, I feel like having a relationship with him and having a toolbox and a toolkit of some things to do to care for the soul and listening to his direction to pick which one to do in the time that I need to do it is the wisest thing is having a relationship with the Lord so he can direct you in those things. So, you know, as you go back and, you know, check them out, um, those episodes in season four, um, just keep that in mind, build a relationship with the Lord. That's what I encourage you to do. Um, so right now, we are talking about, you know, the end times, the end of the world. And I was watching a video about Marcus Rogers and I just went to, and it's on YouTube. So it's, it's, you know, public sharing. So if you want to go and check it out, um, on YouTube, it's, it's called God told me Mark the Antichrist this morning and warned the people. God told me Mark the Antichrist this morning and warn the people. Okay, so I have said, you know, toward the beginning of this um, whole podcast series, season one, season one, you guys have to understand that there is a, a movement against Christ and anything against Christ is the Antichrist. So we have spirits in the, in the demonic realm. Um, which is another, just another part of the spiritual realm, um, demons and spirits working against the purpose of God. And if you're working against the purpose of God, then you're against God's message, you're against God's purpose. And God sent Jesus Christ here to carry out his message and his plan. So anything against Christ is an antichrist message. Okay, and um, I'm glad that um, Brother Marcus um, built this up and, and, and put this out and said to warn the people because this is the times that we're living in. We are living in the end times. So I'm going to, you know, skip through the video and I'm going to listen to it. It's about 21 minutes long, which is going to take like the rest of this podcast. But I'm going to skip through it and I might make some comments here and there. But this is what I want you guys to understand that you do have an enemy. You do have a purpose and a purpose is to get the message of Jesus Christ out there. And um, that's what we're working on is being doers of the word. Um, but let me tell you, you guys, this is the end times. We are we are working against a spiritual enemy. And I feel like we're definitely getting attacked. And I do feel like we are not as organized as we should be. And I'm going to tell you another thing um, as I'm learning about culture as a whole and I'm learning about the kingdom. Listen, um, the kingdom of heaven is diverse, is made up of diverse thoughts, diverse minds, diverse 
working, diverse thinking, diverse gifts and talents. And when we are operating in this world, we are being conditioned to separate into social constructs and to separate ourselves from each other. And then we cannot work together in unity and we cannot work together in power um, because the Lord wants us to be together, but the world wants to separate us. So we have to understand that that is an attack. That is an antichrist movement. So let's listen to Brother um, Marcus Rogers and let's listen to this word and let's get an understanding of where we stand in the end times. Okay. That's what we're doing. I've prayed about it. And what I would encourage you to do, uh, as you watch this video, as I always say on every video, you need to just pray for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. Study the Bible for yourself. You know, make sure, you know, that you go even read the scriptures that I'm about to point out to you guys. So, you know, study for yourself. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. All right. And so don't just take my word for it. Don't just believe me. Don't just listen to anybody on YouTube. Pray about everything and seek God for yourself. All right. Now, first things first, if you know that we're living in the end times, I just want you to type amen. There's a lot of Christians who don't believe that we are living all right, in the end times. We see so many different things happening that you know, the Bible prophesied. I mean, there's so many sick things that are going on in this world. The other day I saw some individual looking like he was um, attempting to rape a woman right there in a Walmart aisle. Okay, so let me stop it there. Okay, um, because this is the thing. There's all kinds of craziness going on in the world. Like, I see it. Um, I know that people see it. They hear of wars and rumors of wars and you see the craziness that um people people do and the things that they feel like they're free to do and it's really crazy the different things that people are doing in this world and I'm just like does not anyone does anyone not see that we are in a state of confusion and that's why I'm praying for understanding. I'm praying for the church to understand that we are definitely in the end times and that it's time for us to wake up and to start moving and to start um, witnessing more and to start, you know, just putting the word of God out there. So I'm going to unmute and let's see what he's talking about now this video and how to do this video and i think some of you are going to really be just you know surprised at the angle that i come at this from so let's start in first john two eighteen. little children it is the last time we just said this and as you have heard that antichrist shall come even now are there many antichrists whereby we know that this is the last time let's read that one more time little children it is the last time it's the end times and as you have heard that antichrist shall come even now right now when they were writing this in first john 2 18 there are many many antichrists whereby we know that this is the last time Definitely okay guys listen listen we know that the antichrist is anyone that is you know against the message of the lord and we know the message of the Lord is that Jesus came to save everyone from their sins. And for everyone who believed in him, we should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the message. John three sixteen. Okay. Um 
understand that we are in the end times, um, that we are fighting against demons and principalities and spiritual wickedness. And, you know, I, I've talked about this, this whole um, podcast series since season one. Go back and listen to season one because I have a lot of explanation of who the demons are, who the Antichrist is, how the enemy's kingdom is set up. And look, guys, the enemy knows how we're set up. And he already came in and infiltrated the church and has made some things happen, such confusion happen in the church that we are against each other instead of being for each other, instead of lifting each other up and edifying each other. The enemy has already like came into the church and just with the whole thing with denominations and brother Marcus talks about denominations and things like that. But he also says um, over there where the Christians are being persecuted in Africa and in China, they're not asking what denomination they are. They will just kill you and wake up because this stuff is happening in the world today. They are killing Christians. It doesn't matter if you're Baptist. doesn't matter if you're Pentecostal. doesn't matter if you're Holiness or Methodist or Catholic. If you are a believer in Christ, then you are dead. They will kill you. And don't be fooled. To think that it won't come over here in the United States of America because that's what they're trying. That's what the enemy's kingdom is trying to do in the end times is trying to get us uncovered, trying to remove the hedge of protection that is around us, that the Lord has put around us. Because believe it or not, this is a land flowing with milk and honey. This is a promised land. This is the land that we're supposed to be building up and being successful in. This is the land that God has given us and he has gathered his children together. He's gathered gathered Israel from all four corners of the earth to bring us here in this United States of America. This is a promised land. I don't know if how many people understand that or see that or, or get that, but Lord Heavenly Father, I pray for understanding, Lord Heavenly Father, on this subject. I pray for clarity. I pray for eyes to be open. Lord Heavenly Father, tell your people who they are. Lord Heavenly Father, open their eyes and open their ears, Lord Heavenly Father, to recognize that we, have been, we are being attacked. We have been attacked. We are being studied we are being um tested lord heavenly father through you know the science of man lord god because they don't understand the glory of our god they don't understand the design of our god and the design of his people lord heavenly father give us understanding on what we should do next give us understanding of where we should go next and what we should do next give us understanding lord heavenly father Okay, so we say amen and amen, and we are going to move on to the next part of Brother Marcus. Let's let's see if we can get some um, good stuff, some good understanding of the end of the world. Okay. Personal opponent of Christ expected to appear before the end of the world. All right, a person or force seen as opposing Christ or the church. Now let that die just for a minute. A person or force seen as opposing Christ or the Christian church. And um, if you look at John 16 too, it says, they shall put you out of the synagogues 
Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God a service. So this right here lets you know that Antichrist are people who come against the church. But then also in John 16, we see that there are people who think they're working on behalf of God, who are coming against God's people, and they think they're doing it on behalf of God. They can be that deceived. Now watch this. This is the verse that really was like, wow. Romans 16, now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. Mark them. Pretty much mark those that are working against uh, the church, those that are causing divisions, those that are causing offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you have learned. Now here's where we get into the issue, right? Everybody's got the right doctrine. Everybody's right. Arguing with this one, arguing with this one. I've mentioned this many times before. What does the Bible say? The only thing you need to do to be born again, the only thing that you need to do to be uh, a part of the kingdom. I don't care about your religion. I don't care how people try to argue. What does the Bible say? It says in John 3, 3, you must be born again. The only requirement for somebody to be saved, according to the Bible, is to be born again. They don't have to subscribe to your denomination. They don't have to believe everything in the Bible like you do. According to the Bible, that's the final authority. It goes over your opinions. It goes over your religious ideas. It goes over your gang mentality. Like, you know what? I rep this set. I rep this denomination. I believe. That's okay. What so what this he's one, talking about, what is being born again? born again? Okay. What is being born again? Born again is believing in that Jesus came to save us from our sins. And through that belief, then we are born again. Okay. That's what that's what that means. Go check out um, John three sixteen and read that chapter. Okay, and you'll understand a little bit more about that if you don't understand already what being a born again believer means. Okay, so when you are born again believer, then you are, you know, you are given a new spirit, and then you are blessed with a new knowledge and everlasting life, basically a new wisdom. You are brought into the kingdom of heaven. Um, this is what I teach about the kingdom of heaven is being part of the family. Anybody could be part of the family. Um, if you have a desire to, God will find you. And believe me, he has chosen you. You have not chosen him. If, if you do have a desire, he has chosen you to give, to have a desire. This is the awesomeness of the God and of our God that we serve as, um, Christians. Um, he is awesome and he is loving and he has, um, designed a way for, and it, it, it sounds bad for his people to fail, to open up the way for everyone else. For everyone, for everyone. And that's the good news. That's the good news that this way is open up to everyone to be born again under the kingdom. And this is what we're, we're spreading, that we're spreading that knowledge of the kingdom and how to be born again by believing in Jesus, who is Jesus. Jesus is the son of God who came down to earth for us to know him better, for us to have a relationship, to build that bridge back to God. That is the process, but that doesn't mean that you have to, 
um, be totally changed and that your mind is going to be instantly changed from the ways of the world in order to get back to God. No, he knows this is a process. He knows who you are as a human being. He knows who we are as operating in flesh. He knows that we are very attached to the carnal world and that we believe what we see, what we hear, what we touch. And he is teaching us how to be um, servants in the spirit, to serve him in spirit and in truth. The truth is found in the word of God. So I encourage you to keep reading your word keep reading your word keep you reading your word okay so if you really understand what this book is saying about what what it is for someone to be saved then you realize a lot of the stuff that we argue about is not a heaven or hell issue so now let's go back with that understanding like okay there might be some people who don't agree with me on everything but those things are not a heaven or hell issue if they're born again because being a born again is the only heaven or hell issue right so now as far as being in the kingdom now i beseech you brethren mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them avoid people that are trying to cause division and offenses avoid people that are trying to come against the church come against the body divide the body okay these people are anti-christ why because okay we know that so Church. We see that in um, in the world today, in church today, we see that there's a lot of divisions in the church themselves. And there's a lot of people that do things that are not Christ-like and then people get offended. And then, you know, that causes even more division and confusion. So, Lord Heavenly Father, we pray for understanding on how we should be operating as a church um, help us, Lord Heavenly Father, even the individual churches and how we they operate inside those individual churches. Lord Heavenly Father, the growth comes from the understanding. So help leaders to understand. Help those teachers to understand the prophets and the missionaries and those that you have set and appointed in high places to govern the people and to guide the people. Lord, Heavenly Father, give them understanding of what we should be doing and how we should be going out and how we should be sharing the word of God. Give us understanding, Lord, Heavenly Father. This is what we pray. Amen and amen. Pretty much the Bible's talking about right here in First Corinthians that we are the body of Christ. Everybody has a different role. The hand can't look at the feet and say, I don't need you. Because without the feet, you're not going to be able to reach. You're not going to be able to stand. The feet can't look at the hand and say, I don't need you. Because, yeah, you can stand, but you can't reach. You can't grab. Right? So everybody in the body has a role to play. And I have seen this over and over again. When we bring different denominational people together, there's some things that they do good. There's some things that, you know, others do better. And when we come together, we have the greatest moves of God. The greatest moves of God I have seen is when these different pieces of the body come together and we preach Jesus, we push Jesus. And I mean, it's just phenomenal, but pride will stop that. Well, because you don't do everything like I do it. You know what? I'm just going to go over here with the hands. I'm just going to go over here with the feet. I'm just going to go over here with the eyes. But then we're limited on what we can do. And that's why we don't see the revival and the miracles that we should be seeing in America. If you go to like Africa, okay, like guys, so are... this is what this is what I was saying about the diversity of the kingdom. Right now, the world system wants to divide us because he knows 
the enemy knows Satan, Lucifer, the one from the pit of hell. Um, he knows um, where our strengths lie and our strengths lie in unity. Um, we are stronger together. We are stronger in our differences. And there's a big movement right now in um, equity, inclusion and diversity, like that movement in in organizational leadership and in business and things like that to where people are really learning that having different perspectives of how to solve a problem is much more productive than just thinking one way if you keep on thinking one way then you're going to end you know you have a biggest bigger chance of failure but to um honor and respect everyone's perspective gives a whole new perspective together. And I wanted to say that about the kingdom. The kingdom is diverse, you guys, and we have to come together so that we can think of a better way and a better plan against the enemy's kingdom. And what Brother Marcus is talking about right now, he's when he was reading from First uh, Corinthians and he was talking about how God's kingdom is made up of the body. The church is made up of the body. There's, you know, the head, the arms, the feet. And, you know, you can't, one cannot operate without the other. Although the head is a very important part, it, the head cannot be held up without the neck. And it won't be, it can't get around without the, the legs and the feet. And the feet can't operate without the legs. And the hands can't do anything except they be attached to the torso. Look, guys. We all matter. Everyone matters. Everyone's perspectives matters. We all matter in this day and time. In the end times, you matter. You matter. You were chosen for a time like this. You matter in this time. You are supposed to do what you are supposed to be doing. I, there's How else can I put it? God has made you to be who you are. So keep on doing it. Keep on being. You are a human being. Be who you're supposed to be. In the name of Jesus, thank you for the understanding. Lord Heavenly Father, I hope that we and pray that you send the understanding out to the people. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. Um, just because I'm not feeling 100%. And I feel like you can go online and check out Marcus Rogers for yourself, okay? Thank you for joining us on this podcast today. Um, thank you for joining us this um, Sunday morning. It is um, 10.07 now, so I'm going to get off and I'm going to publish this. Believe me, I am so thankful that you are here. And I encourage you to keep praying. Pray for understanding. Pray for understanding for the world. Pray for people to wake up and see um, where we are, what time we are in. And, you know, follow your purpose um, by developing a relationship with the Lord so he can show you where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to say and as I pray for you I pray for myself in the name of Jesus thank you thank you thank you Lord for your word and for your answer amen and amen is there nothing too hard for our God to do no again Jeremiah 32 in the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? No. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, I am giving this city into the hands of the Chaldeans, 
and into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he shall capture it. And the Chaldeans who are fighting against this city shall come and set the city on fire and burn it. This is where we are, you guys. This is where we are. The Chaldeans is coming against Babylon. The system of Babylon is falling. And we feel the heat. The heat of the fire. If you um, didn't catch the previous episode, catch the previous episode to understand about how the heat is being turned up. It's being turned up seven times hotter, but we have to get the protection of the Lord so that we are protected from the heat and we will not be, we will will not be affected by that fire. We thank you for understanding, Lord Heavenly Father. Thank you for giving us this time. Check me out on Art Teacher for Purpose and ArtTeacherForPurpose.com. That's ArtTeacher, the number four purpose.com. Share this episode if it was good to you and it fed your soul. All right. Till next time.